Welcome to Consciously Uncurated. I'm Leslie. And I'm Michelle. And we are excited to invite you into our beautiful, messy lives. This will be a space to talk about the real stuff. Think of it as rent a best friend, and we can be here for when you need us, and we will talk, share, and laugh together. We hope this podcast can be a place to give women permission to be human, to feel, and to lean in. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. All right. All right. So here we are. What do you want to talk about? I would love to talk about Barbie. Mm. Just saw the Barbie movie. Mm -hmm. And I know there's lots of posts and reels and TikToks out there talking about the monologue. And I think that there was one little part of that movie that actually got blown over a little bit, just a little bit too fast. Yeah. I'd love to land on. And it has to do with this whole idea of relational aggression with women. Mm -hmm. So we just want to talk a little bit about the I, this idea of ordinary Barbie. Being an ordinary Barbie. Being yeah. ordinary. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, I think for everybody, this whole movie kind of blew a few people out of the water. I knew mm. it did be. I was not. I mm -hmm. went into it looking forward to it. I thought it was going to be fun and silly and slapstick. Absolutely. And mm. that's what I was expecting. And I got all of that. Absolutely. It wasn't just pink and plastic, though. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> was not that. So Again, layer after layer, unpeeling it, and even still with my 16-year-old daughter, yeah, unpacking it over the last couple of days since we've watched it has been fantastic. Absolutely. I went also with my son, daughter, my son's girlfriend. Like It was amazing to have that experience with my kids, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a great landing place for some really good discussions, mm -hmm. deep, thorough discussion yeah. about culture, our culture, our society, and this idea of perfection. Yes. So I'm still fairly confident that an ordinary Barbie would not sell. <laughs> no. How boring would that be? How, how boring is that? Ordinary. Uh, but can we go to the, to the one little place where, um, is it Gloria, the character? I believe so. Sasha, Gloria, I got it all confused. Okay, yeah. so it's just too many Barbies. Yeah. So, and then this is when Barbie is feeling sad for Ken. Yes. And she says that this is when they're planning their revolt against the Kendoms. Yeah. And they, she says, but I don't want to hurt Ken. And it takes a moment for America Ferreira to say to her, what? What? <laughs> like, you don't want to hurt him, but in the meantime, he's like, what was it? Brainwashed your friend, stolen your house, and wants to control the government and and completely taken take over, over Barbie land. Yeah. But you don't want to be mean to him. Yeah. You don't want to hurt him. And it's such a brief moment in the movie. We completely blow over this mm -hmm. aspect of women mm -hmm. in contemporary culture, mm -hmm. which is a learned. It is learned behavior that we are taught to be good little nice girls. Yeah. Ooh, it's a tough one. I, I know I struggle greatly with this one. I know I do. I struggle with always trying to be kind and not hurt someone else's feelings. You don't struggle with being kind. No, I don't struggle with being kind. You are always kind. I'm you always with kind. With, yeah, of maybe speaking my truth in the moment and not... You choose. I would say you choose to be kind over sometimes <laughs> being true to yourself. Yeah. Okay. That I like that. It's different. Yeah. It's different. You do not struggle with being kind. No, I don't struggle with being kind. I am too kind. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. That is my <laughs> fault. Who would have thought being too kind would be a fault, but it is. And now in my 52 years, yeah. I am 
learning this message full on in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full on. You know, I think Michelle and I would love to talk about, you know, as we're raising our kids, and I don't think this is just a female thing. I know relational aggression happens um, often in relationships. Yeah. And they start in the sandbox and they carry Mm -hmm. on all the way up to our marriages. This idea of passive aggressive communication. Relation aggression is so readily seen, though, most prevalently, of course, in our junior highs with bullying. Yes. And often with girls, but not solely not with girls. Solely with so I don't want to. I don't want to make this a gender thing. No. In that we have been taught and conditioned to just always be so kind so sweet. that what we would rather do is pretend to be kind to the person's face mm-hmm. and then go ahead behind their backs mm-hmm. and be that aggressively yeah. mean, like yeah. maliciously mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of. Instead of what is the reason why girls are aggressively or why teenagers are passive aggressive or relationally aggressive? Mm-hmm. It is because they're embarrassed, mm-hmm. they're hurt, mm-hmm. they're angry, they're left out, they're lonely, afraid, they're afraid, yeah. they're excluded. Yeah. These are reasons why we see relational aggression. And what we haven't taught little people. Mm-hmm is when you're feeling those things, A, let's identify those feelings. Yeah. Let's name those. Let's have a grown-up, co-regulate that little person, and let's figure out what the problem is. And then let's go to that person and say, hey, I felt really left out, or it really hurt me when you said. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other reacting, not in a defensive manner, but able to have the conversation back. Like that does not happen, right? Excellent point. Right? When yeah, we try that- to do that, mm-hmm. it's like we, the aggression comes. They're defending themselves because they think they think they did something. How dare you accuse me of being, right, attacking you when you're attacked? Like it's this vicious circle. Yep. And there now we we're in a bullying cycle. Full on. And then how it carries into it's, our we have an imbalance of power now. Yeah. And whoever can get the most amount of peeps on their side. Yeah. Now we have an imbalance <laughs> of power. Yeah. And that's hard. That is our issue with bullying in schools. I think maybe this is totally oversimplifying, <laughs> but if we could teach kids in the sandbox to just communicate better. Right. And as that mom, right, as we are both parents yeah. uh, and, you know, we have grown kids now, but uh, for the most part, and when you're in that sandbox, you know, you, as I, as a mother was like, Oh, let them play with that. Just let them have it now instead of saying, hey, I'm playing with it right now, but I will give it to you when I'm done. And that's a bad thing. I know because you're so busy being nice. You wanted yeah. your kid to learn how to be nice and yeah. polite and kind and respectful and, and generous. And yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Those are all wonderful traits. However, it doesn't mean snatching the toy away when the kid has come and taken away the little Tonka truck. Yeah. It's still just, you can still be kind. Yeah, Absolutely. And there's no, def- you don't need to be the defense. Oh, no, it's simply teaching that little person to say exactly what you said. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing with that right now. I'll give it to you in five minutes. How right. does that sound? Right. And then the other, the effect of the moms. Yeah. On the sidelines. Yeah. And then the mom, other mom has to say, did you hear what that little yeah. person said? Yeah. They'll give it to you when right. five minutes is up. In our experience. Well, in my experience, I should say, it's like. Then you are that mom. Oh, your kid is perfect. Oh, I never even thought of this level. Like, oh, you are, you know, your kid's better than mine to, if you speak up, 
even right because none of it okay but I'm concerned about then the other mom is thinking about oh wow right so that that's a whole other level of crazy that I'm feeling in my own brain Mm -hmm. trying to so this is my that was the experience so now as an adult trying to no that does not work Right. Because that is actually then that's the generational culturing that's happened. Right. That that mom never learned how to communicate like that. And that's what she's imparting on her child. Yeah. Right. Right. That that was offensive to her as well. She wasn't taught in the sandbox. Right. Her mom was passive yes. aggressive to Constant. her. Yeah. And so that, I mean, this has been, come on, we, we're, our parents are baby boomers. Yeah. We were told to shut, shut up and up. sit down. Yeah. Kids were seen Don't not heard. Yeah. We had our own tables at the at the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? Mm-hmm. We sat in the kitchen. You didn't come and chat with adults. You didn't partake. There was the adults' table and there was the kids' table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has been this cycle has been happening for decades now, ever and ever and ever. And so now, how maybe how lucky are we to change it, change the narrative? Mm-hmm. For me, I'm, that's what's popping in my in my own life right now. And it is then this balance though of the helicopter mom yeah, mm-hmm. and the bubble wrap mom mm-hmm. and the lawnmower mom, <laughs> you pick one. Um, <laughs> that is really, where's the balance? The, the reality I think though is we can't continue to parent our kids the same way that the baby boomers parented their right. kids. We're living in a different world. It's a different context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are some things because I don't believe in bubble wrapping. I do believe mm-hmm. in the hard fall. Yeah. I have allowed my kids to fail. Yeah, you're really good I at think that. there is absolute merit in letting them stand at the top of a 90 degree hill in a <laughs> go-kart that you know the wheels are going to fall off of Yeah, and know that you might just be driving to emerge, but letting them do it. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent that mom. Yeah, you are. It is terrifying. Yeah. At the same time, if there's something I'm going to equip you with, mm. it is going to be communication because I do thoroughly believe it's going to enrich your life. It will enrich your work relationships, your marriages, mm-hmm. your com- all your committed relationships. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, and I see that. I do see that in your kids. I absolutely see how that is transpiring as they become in adulthood. Yeah, I hope it's, and I just feel like, how do we? What can we give you? What do we need to do now as a culture to really make this switch happen so that it's we're all on the same page Mm -hmm. and going back to Barbie, right? Just, okay. So maybe we're not going to change the world. So this week, you know, you and I've had some big things happen in the last 24 hours that actually directly relates to this. Mm -hmm. We've had some big, big hurts, big relational hurts. Yeah. Some significant uh, passive aggressive behaviors through some nasty emails and yeah, just straight up, straight up awful awful right and it's just the we we are in the mess we are in so right now. in the relational mess right now yeah so navigating this having this conversation today let me just say i was not interested i did not want to partake in this conversation today that's real because because it is so raw but that's the that's the thing you have to in the mat you have to be in the raw to to see to acknowledge and to hopefully come out the other side Mm-hmm. Right in my world, my go-to is to just keep quiet. My go-to is to, to be the quiet, just reserve, go backwards, go into my bubble, and just shut out. Right, the world. Yeah, easier. 
I think so many people are like that. You're right. Because it's it really feels easier in the moment. But let me say, once you're in it, it's like a torture. You're in a torture chamber and you can't get out because first of all, you put yourself there. So what do you expect anyone else to do? Mm-hmm. Right. And then just being that vul- having that vulnerability and expressing that this is actually just life. This is the ordinary Barbie. Where this came from was back to this inability to be able to state what you needed to say to this person in an attempt to not engage this person, not participate in what this person was participating in, Mm -hmm. in being nice, walking away, Mm -hmm. not letting it bother you, Mm -hmm. sweeping it under the rug, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Nobody told this person. Hey, that's it's, it's, it's not okay. Not okay. Yeah, this isn't okay. Right. And that's again, going back, this is how I was raised. So I was, that was it. Like you just don't, and, and it's like, and then, then I'm fighting in my brain. Well, I'm taking the high road. Everyone's taking me to, everyone's talking about take, take the high road. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're literally in this crazy warped reality. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, no, I didn't speak up earlier because I don't typically ever, ever. Mm-hmm. I just walk away instead of engaging. It's just, I don't, I don't have enough energy to be in that, but at the same, right. And then, yeah, you get the river, you get the opposite of that. And then I was also thinking of other circumstances that in the moment did not want to escalate for someone else. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, but again, it just, it's still at the end of the day, it comes back. It comes back. And you're so busy worrying about everybody, everybody else. else. That's all I ever do. Right? And it's like, uh, what is it getting me? Mm-hmm. And it's knowing the balance of when. I think there are times when you do take the high road and you don't engage it. You walk away. Right. There are definitely those times. The The thing that we need to get better at as humans, though, is when you walk away, mm-hmm. mean it. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. You don't walk away, think that you're taking the high road and then spend the next 72 hours festering. Mm -hmm. If your choice is going to be to walk away, then you are walking away. Mm -hmm. You are feeling it. You lean into the feelings. You acknowledge them, recognize them, learn from it. Mm -hmm. Release. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, easier said than done, obviously. Right. That's a tough one. I think for a lot of people. Trying to, um, I think too, when your character has been uh, yeah. compromised, um, and when you know your intention is of good, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then being able to do that and let it go. And the thing is, yes, letting it go, but it's an internal struggle. It, yeah. For me, it's an internal struggle that I go through. It's like, I don't sleep. I don't eat. I don't, right? It's like, a, yes, I walked away from the situation. Um, and I, let me just say, conflict has never been my strong suit in, in my entire life. Because again, not wanting to rock the boat or cause anybody else hurt. Um, yeah. So then I would say what we talk about then is then what do you do? Yeah. What, what do, do we do when we... Because I think all we would all choose to do that. There are lots of times where it is actually more beneficial to walk away. Right. 
And so <laughs> even though sometimes, let me tell you, you know, you see those TikToks or whatever, those reels, and you see that the woman or the man just letting go and screaming and having a full on rant. Yeah. How is sometimes I wish I could just be that. Well, I guess some <laughs> of the, I'm hearing now some of the um, therapy wards in the hospitals have rage rooms. Oh gosh, I'm in, sign me. I know, right but now. you know what though, then there's the research that backs up about that actually for your, for your parasympathetic nervous system, mm-hmm. it is not beneficial no. to rage. Yeah. Right. What's it's it going to get yet? Just a I higher level of. There's probably research on both ends. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. No, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you got to find your thing. So when is your thing? Yeah. I'd love to be able to. This is where you want to be live, where people can be texting in yeah, what their yeah. thing is. Mm-hmm. But when we're wanting to take the high road, and when it's one of those situations where we know that it's more beneficial for us to not engage that person. Mm-hmm. How do you walk away and truly let go? Mic drop. What uh, are the strategies? Whew, that's a t- it's, it's not easy. I'm going to be straight up. You know, I went through this with my divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in the circumstance right now, I don't know what the answer is. I just know I didn't. I just know I didn't engage in dealing with that situation or that person. And in my own little bubble, it took time. And I will say, though, that you came along, a friendship that I've never experienced the same this way to draw me out. So that means what? Reaching out, reaching out. And that for me is very difficult for me to I've always had the wall. So me reaching out and being vulnerable and trusting another person to have my back, which in my experience has rarely happened in my life people say they're there and yeah it's really the exact opposite which is a whole other topic I think because we'll be here forever and days and days but because I know when I first was in it in you know I would go to my computer in the middle of the night trying to search for oh my god what do I do how do I get out of this what do I how do I act what am I supposed to do when you are being attacked and there was no answers and the only thing that came was well a friendship and then you know introduced back into faith which I still struggle with, let me say. That's, you know, for me, not the easy, it's not the easiest friendship, I think. And and allowing myself to be vulnerable with another person. Hardest thing I've ever had to do. Mm-hmm. I think what we want to do is we want to clam up and we want to deal with it ourselves and we don't want to burden somebody else. Yeah. So then I would say your first strategy would be to call a friend. Yeah. How can you facilitate? But then what if you don't have that? I think you, you just happened by miracle. Call I don't know a helpline. You yeah. go to a therapist, right? There are lots of resources in our city for free therapy and reach out, go find a church, go Somewhere, find a yeah. volunteer, go to the food bank and volunteer, find an organization where you can step out yeah. and speak, find speak that the person. words out into the, out into the universe. You need to find a at least a person communication. Maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your sister-in-law, your mom, but every somebody. Yeah, I agree. That is the key to actually voice what's hurting you. Because when you put it out in the right, we've had many of these conversations, mm-hmm. both of us, just in being able to talk to someone, having that communication. Yeah. And having someone listen mm-hmm. and maybe give some advice or not, or whatever the situation. But it's yeah, the key is the communication. Is finding someone to talk to, to process, to process, to verbally yeah. process yeah. many. And for some women will say, I'm not a verbal processor, but 
it does help. Yeah, I'm not a ver- I am not. But let me it, just say that clear up. I am not that. And I had to, I would not have had to learn. Yeah, I had to learn. Yeah, I had to learn it. Because it's the quickest way to get it out. Yeah. And I think for me is writing. Mm-hmm. Is whether it's within my journal <laughs> or whether I just open my MacBook and I just search. Yeah, I wrote a whole novel. Let me just tell you. Yeah. I have hours and hours. It's the whole idea of write the email, don't send the email. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Write Did yourself everybody a letter. hear that? <laughs> Do not send the email. <laughs> write it. Do, Do not push it. I am going to do nobody any good. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other t- thing I would say for me is read. It's the biggest thing that no, not Instagram scrolling is not going to help me. I need to go find a book. I need to find a magazine. Mm-hmm. I need to read. It's what will turn my brain off. I get locked into somebody else's story. Okay. Interesting. And I acknowledge where I'm at. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm lonely. I'll either come to you and download, call a friend. If those things are not available to me, I need to read or I need to write. And time. You have time. Give yourself the time. And sometimes sleep. Sleep sometimes. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah, rest. Go to bed. And don't feel guilty. Just, yeah. just Don't sh- write the email. Don't respond. Don't. Yeah. Just go to bed. Go to bed. Tomorrow's a new day. Mm-hmm. Simple, really, that is really be quiet, go in and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's helpful. But well, so I think we went off. I just want to kind of tie it up a little bit. I think this idea of being able to communicate mm-hmm. with in an effective, kind way, this whole idea with us is when we're hurting to be able to. The one thing I do love about the Barbie movie is she's what she said was, I just don't want to hurt him. And I agree. I don't think it's ever okay to hurt another no. person. No ill will. Well, no, I don't wish any ill will yeah. on you. I'm angry right now and I'm hurt. And sure, maybe there were a few really crass cuss words in there when I was talking about you or yelling or ranting. But I... I want to come to a place of that we've talked about this before. I'm not going to drink the poison myself and hope that the other person right. dies. Yeah. I am not going to get myself worked up over somebody else. I need to let it out, let it go. And then I just, I can still be kind. I can still communicate what I'm feeling with somebody mm-hmm. and still be kind. Right. And if I have to walk away, I can still wish them well. Right. I wish you well. I'm not going to take up time and energy being angry. No need to be passive aggressive. No no need to be, you know, fighting that and getting on the defense mode and not necessary. And the reality of all of this is you've said it probably three times today. I, it is easier said than done. Way easier said than done. And the only way that you can get good at something is by practicing. Right. Just start, just start one of those things. Mm -hmm. And start practicing. So at the at the end of the day, if you're struggling and you're going through something that you don't think you can get through, my advice today is to find someone you can just talk to. That's my advice today. Just get the words out into the air. And if you don't have that person and you don't trust anyone or whatever the situation, then write it down. Get those words and hurt out of your body. Know that you are allowed, that you actually have permission in everything that is going through your mind to share it mm-hmm. yeah. and, and get it out. Just get it out, but don't sit in it. Yeah. Don't sit in it. <laughs> it will eat you up. 
Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Thank um, you for hanging out with us and listening to the whoo, heavy stuff. Yeah. And we'll be back again another time. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for making time to be with us. This was Life Consciously Uncurated. We hope that our stories give you the permission to live a life that you want to live just as you are. Until next time.